everyone and welcome back to 1967 with me, Nunki. What's up? I just want to put it out there before I continue that the hardest part of recording my podcast is the beginning. The hi, how is everyone? Because it's like, I don't know, in as much as it's like I'm talking to myself throughout the whole episode, just the greeting part is a bit awkward. It's quite awkward for me for whatever reason. Another disclaimer is that I'm not recording in my usual spot. Normally, I sit at my desk and I have my mic rigged up to everything and it seems more professional, you know, if I do say so myself. But today, it's cold. I'm sorry. It's so cold. Okay, today it started snowing. So I decided to snuggle up on my bed and, you know, chill under my blankets and from my bed, I can watch the snow falling. So I was like, why not? You know, change of scenery. So I also decided to switch off the lights just to, you know, get into the the vibe. The vibe. Just to, you know, get into that mood, I guess. Just to be a bit laid back, chill. Not too pressurized to overperform or something weird like that. I'm in my bed, so if something sounds weird, I'm sorry. So normally when I do record, I normally have an idea of what I'm going to talk about. Like I'll sit and I'll ponder, if you will. I'll think about it for a little bit and be like, okay, here are my points. Here is what we're going to do. But for this episode, I was just like, you know, we're going to have an idea and we're just going to run with it and see what happens, you know, because I don't know. I wanted to try something new. You know, change is a good thing. Let's not forget that will probably be the mantra or the the slogan of this podcast that change is a good thing. Don't be scared of change. But as long as that change is coming from within, never forget that. So today, the thing that I thought about that I could talk about to an, a decent length, I guess, would be hobbies. Right. Sure. Because we know as creative people, right, those things that are making as creative people somehow started out as a hobby right for example me and drawing that was a hobby for somebody else it could be dancing for somebody else it could be painting or whatever the case may be but for me personally drawing was a hobby of mine i enjoyed doing it there was something that i did in my free time it was something that even when I had something to do, I still wanted to be doing that thing because it made me happy. It put me in a good mental space. It was just something I really enjoyed doing. It's also good for distracting you from the problems of life. I, I know you can relate with that. So yeah, besides drawing though, there are other things that, you know, that I enjoyed doing as I was growing up. Like I mentioned dancing. I had a little phase. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing if I think about it too much. But yeah, I had this phase where I thought that I could be a dancer or that I thought I was a good dancer. Let's start there. So I would, you know, I'd be in the living room and then I'd put my phone and I'd play songs on the TV, not even like any kind of sound system or whatever. I'd play songs on TV and then I would freestyle to them and then i'd be recording myself and i'd watch them back and think like i was such a badass i'd be like yeah this is this is so cool yeah i'm so cool like look at me dancing i'm killing this and yeah no i was not killing it okay i really was not killing it but 
it didn't stop me from doing it you know I, in my head i was like i'm gonna get better at this it doesn't matter if i'm not that good but what i'm putting out right now or what i'm doing rather is good enough i guess so i enjoyed doing those challenges at the time you know the whips and the nanes i enjoyed doing those and i'd post them on my instagram as well and with dancing i never thought that i was going to be some famous paris kind of dancer you know like her or anything like that i just genuinely did it for fun and then i went through this whole phase where i was part of a group and that was interesting so we would come together and we would make up choreography and dance and it was interesting i mean it was fun okay if i wasn't doing schoolwork i was dancing and there was nothing wrong with that and even though i wasn't good like i was saying it didn't stop me from doing it even though i am so shy to dance in public okay i anytime i'm in some sort of public gathering or whatever kind of gathering there is and there's music of course there's music and everybody's just dancing and having a good time i'm the one that would be like yeah yeah and just bumping my shoulder a little bit be like ooh ooh <laughs> and stuff like that because i'm so shy to dance in public because i feel like i'm not doing the right thing so people are going to be like girl no you know because as southerners everybody's like you're a southerner you obviously can dance and i'm like um i'm going to let you down because i cannot yeah anyway so that was me and dancing um what other hobbies did i have i there was a point i thought i was good at drama i think i'm still good at that though i really enjoy um I don't want to say acting, but more of like more like taking a poetry piece and then turning it and what is it? Dr- dramatization. Yeah, that's what they'd call it. I I really enjoyed doing that, so I would do that, especially during my poetry days when I wasn't writing poetry, I was performing other people's poems in a sort of drama acting kind of way. I really enjoyed doing that. That was a lot of fun. Right. And of course I had other hobbies which I obviously can't think of now. Dancing was one that played a major role and acting but not acting. Let's just call it drama. I really enjoyed drama as well. But now like besides dancing and and drama and stuff like that, I still draw obviously and I enjoy drawing and like I said, it's a pastime and it's something that is fun for me to do. So, I was thinking when it came to art and stuff like that i was i was thinking as creative people most of our hobbies are the things that we say are making us creatives i'm not saying that that's definite but for me if somebody says oh what's your hobby i'll say drawing and drawing is the thing that's making me a creative person for something for somebody else i'll say what's your hobby and they'll say writing poetry or whatever it doesn't what well, could be anything it could be crocheting you know it could be pottery you know but that still makes you a creative person so i sat back and i was like most of us are the the things that we do yeah the things that we're good at besides studying and you know 9 to 5 kind of vibe the things that we're good at there are some people that use those things to make money right so for example somebody else could be good at designing and that could be their hobby and then they they decide to monetize that particular area of work 
right? For me, it could be drawing. I could charge people for portraits and stuff like that. Somebody else could perform at events for money and stuff like that. So essentially, we've taken the things that we enjoyed doing during our pastimes and we've turned it into a job, <laughs> haven't we? Personally, I... I Wait, first of all, let's let's check what a hobby, the definition of a hobby is. So according to Ms. Google, a hobby is an activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. Okay, it doesn't necessarily specify. It just says that a hobby is just something that you do in your free time for fun, for your own enjoyment. So me drawing is my hobby but the second that i'm charging somebody for it does it still count as a hobby i don't know maybe you guys can help me answer that question if i take my drawing and i start charging people for it it's 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 a job isn't it this is a service i'm providing you it's no longer me drawing in my private time to give myself you know, to to empty my mind, so to speak, to to make me feel free, to make me feel whatever whatever feeling I was looking for. Anyway, I don't know. It 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 makes me feel weird. Okay, it makes me feel weird when I take my hobby and I turn it into a job. I turn it into something to make money. I mean, it sounds smart because obviously, if it's your hobby and you've been working at it for an extended period of time. It means that you're good at it now and that you can start charging for these services, right? And obviously you can get money, have a stable sort of income and, you know, be that person. For me, the reason why I say I feel weird is that, like I was saying, this thing is the thing that's supposed to be making me feel free. It's supposed to be freeing me from people, you know, because sometimes you don't want to interact with people, which is why I would, when I'm drawing, I draw when I'm alone, you know, it's something that doesn't require me having to interact with people it's something that doesn't require me to think you know but now if somebody now comes and says oh hi i would like a portrait and i want it to be like this number one i don't think i have as much creative freedom i'm working on somebody else's clock somebody else's brain somebody else's opinions i guess whatever so i would have to take my skill but so, sort of, I guess, flip it to suit her, the other person's needs. So I feel like I'm already um, limiting myself creatively. There's also one thing that I've noticed, the fact that the a lot of up-and-coming people, you could be a, a singer, a photographer, a, a, a painter or whatever, a lot of up-and-coming people um, tend to work hard you know we 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 tend to work like i've seen it in people where they're up and coming they are charging for their service like they're charging for a hobby that no they are charging for a service that could be considered a hobby am i saying that properly they're charging for a creative service right and i've seen how the up and coming people will work so hard to to even be recognized to even be seen you know whereas the people that have been in the game for a very long time have the luxury of sort of letting their reputation speak for itself 
which by all means that's a good thing if you've worked hard enough to let your reputation speak for itself that is fantastic but one thing that i have noticed is that um, the up-and-coming people will work so hard that if the up-and-coming person and the person that has already been recognized as a good whatever field they're into person whatever they the up-and-coming person would probably produce something like if they were if they went head to head you know the up-and-coming person would more likely produce something that is of a higher quality than the person that is has the opportunity to let their reputation speak for itself like i wa- i watched this one video where uh, a person asked um these um editors photo editors to edit their picture and the people that were up and coming that were charging a lot less produced pictures that were better than the people that were in the game for longer and had um you know and were charging more right and i just think that is that is you know mm, i don't know if that sits well with me you know but it's fine um it's really fine going back to the other thing though like I don't know if I can sit back and be like, my work is good enough. When do I get to that point? Is it when people are telling me that, oh, you should, you know, you should start working. You should start letting other people pay you for portraits and stuff like that. But I'm like, is that when, does that define the peak of my artistic career when I can start charging people for these things? Like we're all different. We all have we all have a different definition of what success means to us, right? Because for me, my definition of success when it comes to my drawing would probably be learning a different skill. Whereas for somebody in the same field, definition of success for them would be getting paid, you know? So when you look at your art or whatever it is that you're doing, don't ever feel pressurized to 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 even monetize your work because you see other people doing the same thing and you're like oh these people are are getting bank you know i mean okay whatever money it all goes back to money right because a lot of people put a lot of value in that and it's kind of crazy but i mean i get it i get it though i mean per i get it but at the same time it's just kind of like weird you know, so I can only speak for um, myself, obviously, and maybe people that are in the same kind of creative field as I am, that when it comes to drawing, it gets a little, when it comes to charging people for drawings, rather, it gets a little bit weird. I'm not saying that I've never done it before, but um, one thing that I realized is that when I was charging people for drawings, uh, it got to a point where I felt like I was becoming like i was overworking myself okay and it also kind of takes a knock at your confidence when you're drawing something and you feel like it's good and then the person on the other end is like this is not that good i need this this and this changed i mean i get it you're offering a service and they're paying for it so obviously you have to make it good for whatever it is that they're paying you for but it does kind of take 
a knock at your confidence like even though you know that the customer is always right or whatever they say is that it does kind of hurt your feelings well my feelings anyway when I produce something and then somebody kind of like critiques it but they can they're at you know they can they're free to critique it because they're paying you know it's not like somebody that comes and critiques your work and you can choose to to take their advice or not yeah you have to take their advice because they're they're paying you know so yeah when i was charging people for my drawings it got to a point where i was getting so so many requests yeah i was getting so many requests that i just (laughs) i just disappeared and i feel so bad i feel so so bad okay on the people that i promised that i would draw that's the problem though i should have never promised you know i should have never agreed maybe but there were people where i agreed and i was starting with their art and then or their portraits or whatever and then other people would come and i'd agree other people would come and i'd agree and then after a while i just kind of i dipped i'm so sorry i dipped i disappeared and i never went back and i never charged people after that and i never drew other people and said i was uh i was um gonna ask for money i i just i dipped that's a bad thing that's a bad thing that i did and i can conf- i can confess it that that was a bad thing to have done but it did get overwhelming and the fact that now i i have to perform i have to be in the mood to do all of these things because they're paying me because like that's another thing it's not every when you have your hobbies or the things that you do you don't work on a schedule you know you just do that particular thing because you have the time for it and you're in the mood to do that it's not every day i feel like drawing you know it's not every day i feel like painting it's not every day i feel like doing this particular thing but now because people are paying me i have to and that's a bit of a scary thought because now i'm not in charge of when i do this particular thing and i feel like that's the whole point of having a hobby the fact that oh it's during your free time so why not you know but the fact that if i'm using somebody if i'm on a schedule and i have to produce i have to produce and i have deadlines and i have this and this and that which just takes me back to it feeling like work right it's work and i don't know how else to put it and that's not to say that that's a bad thing because there are people out there that want to capitalize on their art and make it that's that's just the trajectory that they want to take that's the direction in which they want to go into for example like people that make clothes or people that make even if it's people that make portraits like for me that yeah true i feel like for me the height of my success would be having an exhibition but that's just me now who knows what the height of my success for next year or the years after that would be but for me right now i know that i would like to see some of my works in an art in an exhibition somewhere in an art exhibition somewhere that that would make me feel good that would be like oh my word i did that you know but for somebody else it could be them selling their artwork for a million dollars and feeling like oh my word i just succeeded in life you know yeah but anyway that's 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 really fine if you want to to do that it's just like i said it's just a scary thought for me when i have to when money's involved 
for you if your art if the success of your art is you selling your stuff and seeing your stuff on magazines and billboards and stuff like that that is also cool you know who am I to take that away from you because I will be here if I know you I'll be here even if I don't know you I'll be here supporting you 100% for me I just enjoy the fact that you made something that is success to me personally you having made something so so yeah I don't know if monetizing your hobbies keeps it a hobby I mean yeah there you can still get pleasure off of it because obviously the the process of drawing I still find exciting the process of designing you could find excited the po- the process of making music you could find desi- exciting you know and I think it works the same even with music if you're a producer or something and somebody comes to you and says wait what what does a pro- producer do no a producer produces the music right <laughs> anyway if somebody comes to you and says oh i want to make this song right and i want the song to sound like this this and this as a producer you're entitled you have to do your work right and you you have to hear what the person wants and the kind of sound that that person wants and if and if you have an idea of how the song could sound better i mean it would be great if you gave your input but at the end of the day the person isn't paying for your input they're paying for your for your services right also another thought that i had was like youtube right we all know that youtube offers like a monetization feature after you hit a certain requirement that they have and it's like a lot of i know a people whose motivation to start youtube channels was to make money right but you do get people on youtube that are making videos for the sake of making videos and they enjoy making videos right and then somewhere down the line they they get paid opportunities and that's like take them why not take them as well but then i guess just make sure that the brands that you're representing are things that you also stand with like i'm not against charging people for your services right i will never be against that but i don't think i just feel like we should keep the things that we want to keep sacred sacred right and if you are somebody that feels confident enough or you want to even charge people for your services then there's absolutely nothing wrong with that there's really nothing wrong with that just i just don't think it would be considered a hobby anymore right obviously because it's not a it's not a hobby it's creative work right and i just hope that when a hobby turns into a job that you still do have your outlet you know your crocheting that you do on the weekends or the cooking cooking why did i forget about cooking cooking is a good hobby you know but there are also people obviously that make money off of that but cooking is a good hobby i never got into that because i I don't like being in the kitchen but um cooking is a good one if that is something that you want to you know use to pass time and yeah from the people i spoke to they they don't mind using their hobbies and monetizing them because they feel like that's the best decision that they could have made and that's fantastic honestly that is so good 
that you feel like you can do that that is really good and especially if it's yielding the result that you want to see and that is the vision that you had for your your work you know that is fantastic i'm just talking about me that there would there would be a lot of things that i would have to overcome in order to feel like i can take those steps because like i said i've done it before and then it just got a bit too overwhelming so i decided to leave i decided to get a new hobby because i don't know why drawing me and drawing are kind of like in a bit of a we have a little bit of a beef like we have some some beef going on i don't even know what the reason is because you know sometimes i feel inclined to draw but i just don't do it more often than not i'm not drawing but it's fine so yeah uh, a new hobby that i got into was playing the ukulele oh my word i really enjoy playing the uke because it's something that i've always wanted to learn how to do and now i'm pretty decent at it and uh i remember when i first got it which was about two months ago i thought i was that girl so i was already posting videos of myself playing it on instagram but it was bad so but now i am that girl actually because i'm not that bad at it and we're we're buddies uh the name of my uke is called uh bebo and they're a cutie i really like it so yeah me and bebo are besties i play bebo every day and and it's fun like this is a hobby that i don't see myself charging <laughs> for or anything like that because it's just something that i always wanted to learn i always wanted to learn how to play an instrument besides the flute or the recorder whatever we learned in in primary school i've always wanted to play a string instrument so that's what i'm doing even though the uke is not that complicated i still feel like it deserves some recognition okay so yeah i i I really wanted to learn how to play the uke and i'm doing it and it makes me really happy and when i learn new songs there are a lot of new songs that i can play and i really enjoy it honestly it it's something that if i'm not doing schoolwork, i'm doing this and i'm okay with that you know it gives me a sense of peace and i don't think i ever want to like taint that honestly so me and bebo are besties like i said and it's fun so also i i feel like besides the the creative things that we do that are providing us with an income there should be something else also that we are submerging ourselves into like learning a new instrument learning a new skill learning how to take pictures you know the simple things honestly and then before you know it you have mastered a, a new skill and you can say yeah i did that i put my mind to this thing and i achieved it which is a great thing you know because me and bebo like i said we were not doing so good but now we're doing great we've gotten to the point where i want to move on to a different instrument and learn how to play that i want to learn how to play the bass just by the way so we move on to a different instrument or a different hobby entirely you know i don't know what i want to learn how to do next but i i will do it so honestly i do encourage us to especially as creative people like the things that we are 
doing like initially the things that we are using to call ourselves creative people those things can sometimes get frustrating especially when they're like our primary focus like if your primary focus is making music or dancing or anything else it could sometimes you can get consumed by the world of that particular thing and you don't realize that there are actually other things that you can be doing to pass time it doesn't have to be that thing it doesn't have to be drawing for me it doesn't have to be designing for you it doesn't have to be making music for you and because like the more you do those things sometimes you just don't want to do them anymore okay like you 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 i don't know like does this make sense like when you're constantly writing poetry you realize that i've been doing this thing too much and then the fun gets sucked out of it because it's it's starting to feel i don't know it's just not feeling good so i really do encourage every single creative person out there every single person to just get something else that is not even related to the field that you're you're in like if you're a photographer i encourage you to cook <laughs> i don't know if you're a writer play an instrument if you play an instrument take pictures you know the worlds are interconnected but at the end of the day like it's still something entirely new it's a new skill that you are developing and there's nothing wrong with that so from me playing from me dancing actually from me dancing to drawing to playing the uke i could do something else completely different and that would be a good thing so yeah i do encourage us to to do that you know so yeah please please do answer my questions about uh if you've taken your hobby and you've monetized it what steps did you have to take like mentally to overcome those those hurdles or maybe it's just me maybe i'm the one that's just thinking about stuff a little bit too much and that that's really not that deep because it probably isn't that deep but i decided to make it that deep for whatever reason because that's just the way nuki's mind works so i'd really like to know if there were any steps that you had to take and how you deal with customers because you know some people are not nice <laughs> some people are not nice okay and i just want to know how you deal with that and also how you deal with your work being at the mercy of other people to just criticize because they they have to and you have to change what they're saying because it's your job or even in the cases where you are going to stand for what you've made and you're not going to change it to suit other people i would really like to hear the stories about that because that means mm, spicy so yeah and also how do you how do you now say how much your work is worth is it worth the number of years that you spent learning that particular skill is it worth how much work you've put in is it worth i don't know like how do you measure that as well because do you look at the people that are in the same field as you and then you start looking at the stuff that they're doing like oh they're charging this much and this much and this much so i should be charging this much hmm i'm really i'm i'm genuinely curious so uh yeah hobbies are a good thing i have hobbies you should have hobbies if you don't have hobbies get a hobby uh because oh i just remembered i used to make jewelry once upon a time like when i was like 11 
I got my mom to like buy me this whole kit, guys. Oh my word. I just, oh my word. This whole kit. And I was making jewelry at like 10, 11, 12 years old. And I would make very bad stuff. Oh, horrible. But like I'd give it to my mom and my mom would wear it. Oh my word. Yeah, I used to make jewelry. (laughs) So you see, that was a hobby that I was not, that was an interesting time for me anyway so yeah honestly i'm interested in knowing some of your hobbies and please answer the previous questions that i had you don't have to it's fine you know it's fine it's really fine so yeah i think i'm gonna (laughs) jewelry anyway uh yeah i think i'm gonna leave it there so i really hope that you enjoy the rest of your day this episode was all over the place i know that i'm aware of that I'm sitting in my bed very aware of that. So I'm sorry. But also at the same time. mm, Yeah. Anyway, so goodbye.